relative reproductive special like Top Gear, only less funny or more. I don't know. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm almost nervous about this episode. <laughs> no pressure, man. It's just time tracking. I'm. I don't. Oh, it's probably not a good time to be at a loss for words, right? <laughs> Recording a podcast is about the worst time to be lost for words. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess we start with follow-up. Yeah, I mean, that's how these things go, I guess. We're seasoned experts, apparently. You can start follow-up this time. Okay, uh, we have some follow-up. Episode 4 is actually live, and we're recording this after episode 4, which is something <laughs> we only discovered you need to do right before recording this the last time. So, third time lucky, I guess. Here we go. Yeah. Um... I think we signed off the edit for episode four, and then the next day, Coda decided they wanted to go live. So <laughs> I'm claiming it. It's it's the curse. We have the power now. Yep. Yeah, we totally have the power. We we have the ability to make changes in the universe. I like it. Very, very small changes, <laughs> but it's okay. A lot of people are pressing make it live, which is a good thing to do. I like that. Um, as for direct episode feedback... I think I'm happy with the way I tried to describe my rule. We haven't done anything more <laughs> as we promised we would, but maybe one day, you know, we, we said from the start, this is a best effort. So <laughs> yeah, as, as my mind works, though, I have put it in, in a little bit of an incubator section in my mind, and it has been nagging at me ever since we recorded that. So like I told you last time, uh, actually, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but like I've told you in the past, my mind works in almost like um, like a, it needs puzzle pieces to fill in a small section and then something sparks and then I go into a fever and I'll get something out in no time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you mentioned that in one of the first episodes, actually. I think so, yeah. So I'm I'm kind of waiting for that puzzle piece to drop and then something will click in my mind and i'll have an answer for you <laughs> okay great uh, any feedback from your side um not really uh we were trending oh yeah in uh, the apple podcast would you call it store the south african store i think is what they call it okay yeah we were number one in tech and at one point number 13 overall Bam! <laughs> that's that's great and that's thanks to you you listeners doing actual the hard work and reviewing it helps a lot it really does yeah thanks appreciate it and we're super excited really really excited also frightened but excited that <laughs> <laughs> was the worst that could happen <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, but uh otherwise i don't have much feedback um a few people gave me feedback on the existential crisis simulator um, in the time post that I wrote, and uh, they both liked it and disliked it, so I guess <laughs> guess it's doing its job well. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't have much feedback from the previous episode. This is probably the least amount of feedback we've we've ever had. I think a lot of people are in the incubation period now, <laughs> <laughs> so we should get them starting timers to see how long it lasts. Yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, let's get right into the promised time tracking extravaganza yeah part one <laughs> the basics oh <laughs> uh, yeah part one so jacob why do you time track well 
a lot of reasons, mainly because I'm a data guy. So I just really like having data on things that I do. But also, um, let me be honest, I tried time tracking twice. The first time it didn't stick because I overdid it. So I went super specific on everything I want to track. And I found some interesting results. I found mostly that brains are really bad at estimating or reconciling how long something has taken or is going to take. So you know that feeling where if something's really easy, you time feels like it fast forwards. So you'll do something and then next time you look at your watch, it's three hours later. Yep. That happens a lot. Or the inverse of that, which is where something is really difficult and annoying and it just feels like you're not getting anything done. And you look at your watch, then it'll feel like it's been hours. But meanwhile, it's been a couple of minutes, really. So I think brains just aren't really good with time at all. It's more on activity and the effort level involved with that. So if you start time tracking, you will definitely be surprised at how long you spend doing some things and how quickly you do other things. Yep. How about you? What, what interesting things did you find when you first started time tracking? Yeah, uh, likewise, time tracking was a love-hate relationship in the beginning. Um, I really didn't like doing it at all. Um, so I would always retroactively try and remember what I did. And that's just terrible. Like it's not accurate at all. It's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> um, but one of the main reasons was because I was permanently employed. And I just, to be honest, I didn't really care um, because it wasn't affecting my bottom line. Yeah. Which sounds horrible, but that's just, that's just kind of how it is if you're a specific kind of person. Um, and the moment I started um, self-employment, immediately it was affecting my bottom line. I had to know how much time I was spending on stuff so that I could bill hours because um, at the time I was still charging hourly rates. And uh, that kind of led me to first just creating all of the work projects and tracking against work projects. And then I realized oh, I'm working way too much. Let's start tracking family time. And then I started tracking time that I spent with family. And that escalated into setting up basically a broader set of categories that I track all of my time into. Um, and I guess this kind of leads us into the next part of our conversation is before you even start looking at time tracking, decide what you want to track. Yeah, definitely. So set either categories or just if you're starting with just tracking work time, you know, decide, okay, um, this is uh, the clients that I want to track for, and these are the projects for these clients that I want to track to. Everyone's system is always different. Like there is no universal category system that works for everyone. So you're going to have to go sit down and write out what you think um, your set of... So some people refer to these as buckets. Like what are your buckets that you catch your, your time into? I tend to think of them as, as streams flowing from a river, so I see, I see my time as like a river running down to a, a waterfall. Um, and if I don't siphon some of that water into the plantations that I want to grow, then all of that water will just go down the waterfall and I won't see it again. Ah, nice. Yeah. I have a little drawing that I, that I did for, I'll send it to you on, let me send it to you quick. You can put it in your show notes. It's actually going to be in my post that I'm going to write about this as well just gives you kind of a visual idea of how my mind sees this. 
always the visual man. Oh, yeah, that looks cool. I basically think of my time as these, you know, or my categories as these sluices next to the river, and I need to manage them. Um, and you can't just flood all of your fields at the same <laughs> time. You kind of have to manage them appropriately. Because the even though that river looks like it's abundantly full, it's not always that full. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes there's not enough water to water all of those plantations. You have to manage it on a daily basis. Those are also the categories that I track my my time in the uh, career and education, personal development, family, health and fitness, love and relationships, finances fun and recreation, and friends and social life. So I, when we go for a bri at a friend's place, I actually start a timer that I'm spending time with this person. So I can, in my toggle, go and search for a person's name and I can see how much time I've spent with this person over the last, uh, whatever, month, year, whatever. So I can get a, an idea of time that I spent with friends. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite broad and I like it that way because... I can always decide at the time, you know, even though my family is maybe with me, what is my priority at this time? Am I spending time with friends or am I spending time with my family? Uh, I usually track towards the time, the one that I haven't tracked in a while. Okay. So if I'm leaving work and I go home, then I start that I'm spending time with just family. It's general family time. If I'm spending time with my wife alone then it goes into love and relationships if i spend time with a single friend then that goes into friends and social life um if i go to a bri with my family then obviously i have tracked more family time recently so i'll track that time into friends and social life okay yeah um so uh, the thing is if you set up series shortcuts and all that kind of stuff like we're going to talk about that stuff in a bit um it's really easy to you know kick off a timer as you're going towards the place. Yeah. Um, I did for a while also track travel time. I do have some systems still for that, but only for long travel. Um, for the shorter travel stuff, I just bundle it in. Like going to the person, I just track that as time. The pre and post times, like for instance, exercising. I'm going to, before I start the exercising, I'm not going to wait just before I start the timer. I'm going to, before I even start putting on my clothes, I'm going to say, you know what, I'm going to exercise now, start the exercise timer. Yeah. Then I put on my clothes, I do my stretches, I go for a run, I come back, I take a shower, and then I say, okay, cool, I'm done with the shower, this is all exercise time now, next timer. Because you usually don't take the pre and post times into account when you want to do stuff. Yeah. A 30 minute workout actually takes you 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, there is some overhead and your system has that built into the normal time. Yes. Because it's just easier instead of trying to define what's overhead and what's normal. Yeah, I do have a timer called um, Transition Timer, which is something I got from uh, CGP Grey. And that's nice for when you just finished something and you don't really know exactly what you're going to do next, then you just start that. And then while you just figure out, okay, I'm going to take a break. Am I going to work on something else? So those are usually like five minute timers or 10 minute timers at a time where you just kind of, you know, this is, I don't want to, I want to break from time tracking. Yeah. (laughs) Press this button (laughs) Um, and let's just take a breather and just collect ourselves. And then, and that's, 
you know, that's also needed because if you feel like you're constantly going from timer to timer to timer, it could wear you down depending on you know the type of person you are or if this motivates you or demotivates you. Yeah, that's exactly what I had the, the first time when I the first time when I tried to track my time, I wanted to know specifics. You know, I wanted to know now I'm eating now I'm doing this now I'm doing that. And that didn't work at all. It was pretty demotivating to see that yesterday I spent four hours watching TV or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, so that didn't really stick for me. The second time when I tried it, I moved towards a similar thing where I have buckets. And I do it on three levels. There's the specific activity, which I only track on relatively productive. Because for that, the information of how much time I spend editing versus how much time I spend planning and just general, you know, marketing the show and things like that. I, I want to see the editing number go down because it's something new for me and I want to get better with that. So I find value in tracking that specifically. But everything else in my life, I track just what Togo calls a project. So these projects will be, I'm doing development, I'm sleeping in, or I'm reading. So these projects then all goes into what Togo call clients. Now, I don't actually have clients because it's just my personal life and time tracking. So I use these clients as the big bucket. So my big buckets are health and fitness, career and education, and hobbies and interests. So there's two in each of them because those, they're sort of overlapping. And I just found it the easiest way to track using that. So just basically everything has a project and that project is in a big bucket. Only relatively productive is specific enough to have an included activity in the project, right? So I just do it that way because it's the least amount of friction where I get enough useful information out of it. We should probably also mention that both of us use a service called Toggle to track our time, T-O-G-G-L. Uh, it's free unless you want to do advanced things with it. I'm on the free one and it works absolutely beautifully. Yeah, I, I use the pay tier, but it's only for the billable time flag because I need that for my work. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I, I don't need that at the moment, so it's okay for me. Um, and then on the desktop apps for Toggle, there is a setting which is your default timer. So if you just press go on it, then it starts tracking something. Mine is set to general development, which is what I mainly want to be doing when I'm at my computer, right? So that means it's effortless for me to just go click start, the timer's running, I can get on with whatever I wanted to do. Similarly, I've got an iOS shortcut on my tablet, which is just swipe down, press the button, it starts tracking reading, which is the main thing I want to do on my tablet. So that, that way I never have to think about what are, what should I be doing next? When's the last time I track this? Scroll down the list, find it, click start. You know, I, I want to remove as much of, of that effort as possible. And um, so far it's been working really great using these specific activity projects and then the big bucket type categories for me. Yeah, so my, I just pulled up my toggle here quickly. So my clients are actually clients because I have clients. Yeah. But then I also have a client that's called tracking. And that's where I bundle all of the the other personal stuff into. So my project is then my category. So I'll have a category for relationships um, and family. And that's then so that's a so family, for instance, is a project. Okay. Yeah. I do like that you've moved it up one level. I might have to consider that because I do have a problem where 
So I have family as one of the categories, but on the stuff that I track, for instance, I want to track general things around the house, so home stuff. But yeah. That's something separate. That's not necessarily family time. It's just I need to do chores or something around the house. So I, I sometimes want to, I don't want to track that as part of family time because that's, it's not, it isn't family time. It's, it's chores. So that could be a subsection of another broader category. So I think I might have to move my my categories up one level to clients. That actually does make sense because that gives me more flexibility downward. Yeah, a recent example, my day yesterday, um, I'll include this in the in the show notes. Everything I tracked yesterday didn't have a description because I didn't work on relatively productive yesterday. So yesterday I did a little bit of general development I did some reading, I did a course, and I slept in a little bit. And so so the big buckets for that, which Toggle calls clients, but I don't use that. So I did almost exclusively career and education. And one was health and fitness, which is me sleeping in. Now, the only issue with my current system is since I've recently switched to the Apple Watch, I haven't yet figured out a way to get my workout data from that into Toggle. I used to have a Fitbit API program thingy that automatically synced it to my toggle every night. Um, so I am missing some data there, but I'm not too fussed about it at the moment because I don't really pay that much attention to <laughs> how long I work out. As long as I just go, I'm pretty happy at this moment. Yeah, I don't have a free answer for you. I do have a paid answer for you. No, never. I'll make my own. <laughs> <laughs> it's using a service called exist.io. They give really valuable insights and correlations into your your data. So you just plug everything in there. Um, but they also expose an API. Okay. So you could then use the or pull the health data from there and push it through to toggle. Um, but to be honest, like for me, I don't want that detailed information in my toggle. And what I want in my toggle is the timers that I started because the actual exercise time is useless to me. I need pre and post exercise time bundled in together. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense for you tracking everything. Otherwise, you're going to have gaps and it just gets weird. Yes. Yeah. yeah. See, for me, I, I don't really care about starting a timer before I go to the gym because I know I'll forget 100% of the time. And then I'm going to guess like, when did I go? And I just know that's not going <laughs> to be anywhere close. So the the automatic way was, it was interesting enough, you know, just to have some data, but it's fine. I'll, I'll think of something. Um, and then I'm just checking through what else I have here in Toggle. Yeah, it's just clients, projects. And then I actually don't leave the descriptions empty when I log my time. So I have some presets ones. And usually when I'm at my computer deving, I put in detailed what exactly I'm working on now. I'm not using tags heavily enough at the moment, but I would like to start using some tags as well, at least for the stuff when I'm working on on my computer. So things like development, design, planning, you know, that kind of stuff. It would be nice to use tags for that stuff. Yeah. Because the descriptions won't always be the same, but the tags will be consistent um, because the description is what I'm typing in. Um, and when I'm working for a client, that could be a Jira code with a short one-liner of what it is. Um, so I can if I pull a time report, they actually get a report with the Jira codes, exactly what I worked on. So Jira is a project management system um, that a lot of big companies use. But yeah, having those detailed references to 
the time that I logged is useful um, for me. When I do like real actual work, that's what I, I do as well. I have got the, what do they call it? The project is the actual project I'm working on and the client is the real client. And then the specific activity is like, what, what exactly was I doing? Which ticket number, which bug, which issue, which feature request. Um, but that's only like real actual work. So I don't see the value in doing that in my personal life. So I mainly keep away from that. Yeah. So my personal life, I also don't have that many detailed things. Um, it's mostly generic descriptions that I've put, a, like that I've set up in my shortcuts. They just get sent through most of the time. And on the desktop, if I need to start a timer there, uh, most of the time it'll autofill or like uh, suggest the correct one and i'll just pick it from the list when i type it in yes oh i should i should probably also mention uh, <laughs> i should have done this earlier i only track my personal productive time so i don't track when i'm just busy watching tv shows or relaxing because i found that downtime is super important if i don't have downtime it's the the wheels of the bus are going to come to a screeching halt and i'm not going to like the results of it so I have to have downtime, but if I track my downtime, then my scumbag brain is like, hey, hey, I bet you can lower that number. <laughs> I bet you can shave some 15 minutes down there, buddy. So I, I know I'm going to be too competitive with myself. And I've just found that by switching to the inverse, where I only track when I'm actually doing something productive, I obviously know the number can be higher, which means there's less time spent with uh, just relaxation. But somehow it, it tricks my brain enough that I'm able to to sneak it by. Yeah, there's something I've been trialing, which I haven't integrated into my Siri shortcuts and all that stuff yet, but which I would like as an option to say, see, this, this is hard to do um, before you start the timer because you only realize it sometimes after you start the timer. So sometimes I will take a break, but it wasn't an intentional break. Yeah. So then I need to fix up my timers and say, you know what, buddy? No, you did not do development now. <laughs> you wasted time on the internet and this is unproductive time and it was unintentional. So then um, tag that as, as unintentional time. And then by default, if it's not tagged as unintentional, I would just assume it is intentional. Okay, yeah. And then there's another thing I've been playing around with, which I haven't implemented yet, but it's been in the back of my mind is, um, I don't know if you've heard of the um, the end system, END. No. So basically when you plan your day, you want to have a, a good balance of things that are energizing, neutral and draining. So END. Ah. So you flag a task as being energizing or neutral or draining, right? So Daniel, life is draining. <laughs> yes, life <laughs> is draining. Um, but for instance, something like four hours of development, that's draining. So then to balance things out again, you have to do like 30 minutes to an hour of something energizing again. Ah, yeah. So I really want to get like a live thingy that shows me like a gauge that shows me a on a dashboard that shows me what my current <laughs> state is based on energy level yeah that's cool actually because you can get that if you just flag everything with energizing draining or um neutral then you can do that it's super easy math yeah and especially if you've got a big data set like the past year 
then it's pretty easy to actually make predictions on, hey, if you spend another hour on this, you're going to have to spend this long recharging. Exactly. Oh, I like that. I'm going to have to build up that data set because I don't have it at the moment. I could retroactively go and update all of my client work tasks and toggle to training and then go and take all of my breaks and make them energizing. And that should give me a fair baseline. Yeah, on my system, I can ballpark it because I track the project is development. So I can just mark that whole project as training. Yeah. And I can make like reading a recharging one. Yep. Most of the time. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's cool. I, I like this idea. It might be where it might be worth playing. I don't know if you've heard of the app LifeSum. I think you linked it to me once. Okay, so LifeSum, they used to have this really cool uh, widget. Sorry, they're not called widgets. What's the, the thing on the Apple Watch? Complication. Complication. They used to have this really cool complication where it was like the outline of a little man um silhouette so it's just like like you see on a toilet door yeah and then based on the food that you track it will deplete through the day so you'll eat breakfast you log your breakfast and then it's like full color and then during the day if you haven't eaten it kind of depletes over time and then it fills up again if you eat something so it's like managing your energy throughout the day with they removed it they now have a I think just a completion thing. Um, I don't use it anymore, so I'm not sure. Um, but I really like that idea, having a little gauge, just a visual gauge of like, you know what, how how am I feeling right now? <laughs> that is, sometimes it's not that easy to gauge, you know, how am I actually feeling right now? Because you've been stuck into like some difficult problem that you've been trying to solve and you threw four hours at it and you in flow states. And then it's sometimes difficult to just pause and reflect and think, you know what, buddy, you're tired. Yeah, should I take a break or? You should be taking a break now because you're you're probably not that productive right now. Yeah, yeah. I've been toying around with that. I think this could be one of the little tools that we can write that we can put out there so people can plug in their own toggle and we'll look for a energizing, neutral and draining tag and, and kind of build out that little... I really think there's value in building out some kind of dashboard that we can make available to relatively productive listeners. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Since we're both devs, I think we should do that. Yeah, I like dashboards. I've got one of my own, which yeah. is super sleek. Yeah, I'm, I have a very basic one, but it's not like most of my projects, various <laughs> states of disarray. <laughs> but I think, yeah, if, if you slap the back end together, that pulls some data from Toggle and gives me some JSON, then I can uh, build a nice little front end. Yeah, that's easy. We can do that quick. Famous last words. If you're enjoying this episode and want to show your support, Try starting a timer and tracking the time it takes you to share this podcast with a friend. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, let's get into the types of triggers we have. We have already mentioned we use the desktop app. I also use the iOS app on my phone and it is a pure disaster on the tablet. So don't even bother with it on your iPad. And then I also use the iOS shortcuts. I've got a couple of custom ones. The main ones are start my reading timer without me having to do anything. It's one click. And then I've also got stop whichever running timer is going. So that's really useful for me as well. When I switch devices or anything, I just scroll down, stop. And then it tells me like this timer is running. It's been going this long. Do you want to stop it? Yes or no? So that's also a kind of feedback thing when I have to check that, like, did I actually remember to start the timer? I often use that just to go stop. Is there something? Yes. Okay. I did it. And then I also have a new one 
which is check how much time I have read today. So that's me being lazy when it's a tough day and I'm just struggling through getting that hour in. I can just use that to see, okay, I've got 10 more minutes to go and then, then I can call it. And then my most advanced would be the web task IO. Um, I don't know what you really call them, like scripts, functions? Um, it's, it's actually function as a service. So it's F-A-A-S. Yeah, so using those scripts that run functions as a service, I don't know. Um, it's I've only got two really basic ones at this point. The one automatically starts a timer when I'm supposed to wake up in the morning. So it's my job to wake up and hit that stop timer iOS shortcut I have. And then the other one I have is a bit more advanced. It checks how long I've read for a specific day and it checks if I have met my daily goal. And then it sends that information to a different API I have. And that API runs my dashboard that I mentioned earlier. So on my dashboard, I've got a little chart that shows me how long I've read the past week and also which days I met my goal. And that's about it, really. I mean, obviously, the dashboard part of it is custom, but all of the rest, you can get really far just going toggle iOS shortcuts, or I'm sure there's some something similar on Android. I just don't know what it's called. And, you know, just making life easier for yourself with a few ways to start specific things. Yeah. So actually, I've, I've done away with most of my timers that start specific things. Interesting. Well, yeah, but now that you mention it, I should actually go back to the specific things again. It's just because I had so many, <laughs> took up my whole home screen on my phone. Exactly. So I only have got the reading one. The rest uh, can just start manually. So I think that's the advantage of me not tracking so many different things. Yes. So I can streamline it and just make it something that I don't really have to think about even. It's just there in the background. Yeah, I have one series shortcut to rule them all, which... <laughs> It pulls my projects in from toggle and then I pick the one and then I pick the the description and then it just so it goes through this whole flow and then it starts a timer. Oh, it feels slow. My brain is screaming at me now. It's like, no, I want to start with the thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. But it works. I mean, you've got a lot more data to track. So obviously you're going to need more information at your fingertips. I need toggle to be my source of truth because that's when add a new client. And if I add a new client there, I don't want to then also again add a new client on my phone because not all of my client time is always in front of the computer. Sometimes I have to go out for a meeting, you know, and then that I need to track against that. Now driving there, depending on if they're paying for it or not, like driving there isn't included. So I need to track that separately. So it is a little bit more complicated. I've got three types of triggers. For myself, this is in general how I manage my life. I've got three types of triggers. I've got schedule triggers, action triggers, and location triggers. So schedule triggers is, like you said, webtask.io. I also have two web tasks at the moment. The one is my sleeping in timer. It literally just checks, is my sleeping timer running at 5 a.m.? If it is, start sleeping in timer. And then when I start my morning ritual timer, it will obviously then stop. Um, if I start my morning ritual timer before 5 a.m., then obviously it won't run because it won't see the sleeping timer running. The other one is a very advanced one, which pulls all of the data from Toggle and GitHub and compiles um, like a data set that it pushes to an API, which the September 0 feeds that data into the project pages. 
with those little what I call them. Then you get the nice stats of how many hours and how many pushes and all of that. Yes. So that one is quite a beast. Then my other scheduled triggers are just my calendar events and due. So sometimes if something goes off and due like weekly review, then I will start the weekly review timer if I'm actually going to do the review. So those are just reminders to myself and obviously calendar events that notify me that's time for a meeting or... Okay, so I block out all my time in the calendar, but not all of those have notifications to go off. Only meetings have notifications that go off. So I manage my meetings in a specific calendar. And then action triggers, that's Siri shortcuts, the toggle. Um, sometimes I'll use the toggle mobile app if I'm tracking something unique that I haven't tracked before. But that's very rare uh, because the app isn't that great. (laughs) Um, And then I, on a daily basis, use the Toggle desktop app because when I'm in front of my laptop, which is most of the day, then I'm using that to switch between timers on on the projects that I'm working on. Um, Location triggers I use, I used to use Todoist. You can, on the paid plan for Todoist, you can do location triggers. So you can have your grocery list project pop up when you're at the grocery store or something like that yeah um i kind of stopped using it because i would sometimes during the day walk past (laughs) the shop not going to the shop and then it'll trigger so location triggers is something you have to use wisely and if you're like me so close to the office and so close to the shops and everything is so close to me location triggers (laughs) are a bit horrible so i have a one location trigger left in um, Launch Center Pro, which when I leave town, it prompts me to start a travel timer. Um, it doesn't actually start the travel timer because you can you can only prompt yourself, not do the actual action from Launch Center Pro, if I remember correctly. Um, but it prompts me with the Siri shortcut. So it says, hey, trigger this, and then I go and trigger it. Okay, that's cool. So that's mostly high level how I stick to time tracking uh, there's a lot of room for improvement i do need to think more action orientated and also device orientated because some timers or trackers i'll never need on all of my devices yeah that one single series shortcut i could maybe simplify that into two one for my ipad and one for my phone because then i could remove a lot of stuff from my phone which i don't need there interesting giving me something to think about all about removing the friction yeah it's all about removing friction i think at this point the only reason this works for me still is because time tracking is so ingrained in my life i don't mind the little bit of resistance because it is totally a habit yeah like it is 100 a habit already yes i'm with you on that so i'm on the flip side but i agree so i 100 don't mind the specific information i'm losing on not tracking as many activities but the result i get back from it is so worth it i i just can't see not tracking <laughs> my life at this point yeah yeah no it's true like reviewing and making sense of the data is one of those things where i've been putting it off because it feels like such a big thing to tackle yeah i also really don't do a lot with it actually it's just i feel i can do so much more yeah there's a lot of room for improvement i've got like almost three years worth (laughs) of detailed 24 7 time on my life i mean that's a gold mine (laughs) (laughs) 
The only thing I do is is they send you those weekly report emails. I like looking at those. It's a nice reminder of just, hey, how did this week go? And then I just quickly think, how did I think it went? So I just compare those two in my mind really quickly. And it's cool. Uh, now I'm having a race with myself to see if I'm reading more or if I'm doing more general development each week. So that's a little face off I'm having with myself. Um, reading is in the lead for two weeks straight. Oh, so wow. that's really cool. Now for me, dev is way, <laughs> way, way ahead. Well, that's <laughs> not counting work dev. So not project uh, dev, it's okay, just okay, personal okay. project dev. I see. And um, then at the end of the month or every couple of months, I will go into the toggle reports section and I'll just go have a play and see how many hours did I spend on certain things. And it's cool. You can even, I think I've been tracking this way for almost a year i think it's about eight nine months at this point and even in that i can start seeing trends so i think it's it's going to get more interesting the more data i get but already like within six months you'll you'll have cool data about yourself that you never thought you know to think about unless you have it even after one week it will blow your mind yeah i mean of course you'll have you'll actually see maybe even after a day like you'll see oh man <laughs> i'm not working as much as i thought i was yeah i think it goes in stages there's these shocks you'll get so when you first start doing it the first day is gonna be wow i, I waste a lot of time yeah. and then the first week is gonna be huh that's i did not think i spent this much time on these specific things and then it just sort of, it all bundles together and you're going to see some trends. Yeah. Um, right, we went through categories, types, triggers. So the tools, I feel like we kind of scattered it all over the place. But actually that's fine. That's maybe the best way to talk about it. Right. So just like a short disclaimer, we both use, well, you should probably know this by now, but we're both Apple users. So we use iPhone and Apple Watch exclusively. We don't really have any idea of the kind of tools like a maybe a Siri um, shortcuts alternative for Android. Toggle will work anyway, so Toggle uh, you can you can use on on Android and iOS um, and desktop and Mac everywhere and browser. Um, the Launch Center Pro that I mentioned that is only iOS. I don't know of an alternative for Android either. So basically what I'm trying to say, if you're an Android user and you have answers to any of the, these questions, we have a Reddit ah. that we haven't punted yet where you are welcome to come and leave comments and suggestions for other listeners because it would be really nice to have a discussion around this stuff um, and maybe share a few more details. We can share some shortcuts. We can share tools and apps and web task scripts. If you've got cool web task scripts that you want to share with people, the best place to do that is on our Reddit. Yeah. The link will be in the description. Yes, that's, that's well said. And uh... smash like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we will also in the show notes have some of our scripts and some of our shortcuts. I have, I think I've blogged about two of the shortcuts I use. So I'll put those in and there's a GitHub with my web tasks. So I'll also link those. Yeah, I use the same web task uh, for sleeping in timer as you do. So well, m mine is simplified. So yours checks if you've got a sleeping timer running. Oh, yours just always run. Mine doesn't care. Mine just executes and then 6.30 a.m. it starts a timer. Okay. 
okay, we can put mine in then. Yeah, because mine, mine checks toggle first before starting a timer. Yeah, exactly. It's got the basic and then the version 1.2, which you have. <laughs> yeah, I think what we'll do, probably not before this goes live, but before, because we're going to do another episode on time tracking, which is making sense of the data, I think. I don't have a lot to say about making sense of the data, so that's mainly going to be you. Yeah, no, but what I'm thinking is maybe for that episode, we can build a dashboard. Yeah, we can have something that do something. Yes. So so homework, our first homework for listeners, um, start tracking your time. <laughs> we'll have something cool for you where you can plug your toggle API key in. And we'll be able to give you some cool stats, maybe a little dashboard, some insights. We'll uh, and it's, it won't be a one-off thing. I think it's it'll be something that we build out and kind of maintain because um, we'll build out something where both that gives value to both of us as well. Yeah, because that's the only way we'll stick to it. <laughs> exactly. Um, but in the process, it would be cool to build out something that can give value to everyone. So go to toggle toggl.com, sign up, and. Uh, Start tracking your time.